Mary's sinlessness does not make her robotic. It does not make her just a, a, a rule follower. It makes Mary amazingly radiant. Hi, I'm Colin, and welcome to The Tightrope, the podcast where we look for balance in the midst of our busyness, opportunity in the midst of our mess, and Mary, the mother of God, the Immaculate Conception, Our Lady of Guadalupe, pointing us toward her son at the center of it all. While I doubt that any short podcast will give you balance and clarity to last for a lifetime, my hope is that each week we can help you to take a step forward. Mary in her Immaculate Conception... Mary, who is assumed body and soul into heaven, Mary, who is the sinless virgin, can do a lot to clear up misconceptions about our own humanity. And I'd like to focus on three this week. Number one, we think that sinlessness is boring. Mary shows us that a sinless life is the life of great adventure. It is the life that says yes to the invitation of God, and therefore it is the life that leads to the fullness of our humanity. It is a life that joins us to the the love of God the Father, that overshadows us with the Holy Spirit, and that brings Christ into the world. And Mary's sinlessness does not make her robotic. It does not make her just a, a, a rule follower. It makes Mary amazingly radiant. It makes her the pinnacle of humanity, the crown of creation. And if you think in your life that getting rid of sin is going to make stuff boring, then you're misinformed. And if I think that, and I think at some level I do, I am misinformed. This Advent season, we rid ourselves of our burdens and our sins, not so that God can turn us into uh, holy little robots, not so that God can make us boring and destroy our identities, so that the fullness of who we are can, can flower and come forth. And Mary is a great sign and a great reminder of that. And every year on the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, I'm reminded of that. And also, uh, sadly, each year I'm reminded that that I don't fully get that, that a lot of the things that I'm still holding on to in my life, I'm holding on to because I mistakenly believe on some deep psychological level that, that sin is exciting and that grace is boring. And it is the exact polar opposite. So I'm talking to me just as much as I'm talking to you. But think about that. In your own life, to rid yourself of your sins is not to be robotic and boring. It is to find the full excitement and power of God's plan for your life. The second thing that Mary points us toward is the unity of our bodies and our souls. We are all, in a certain sense, closeted dualists. We tend, on some level of our operating system, to think that we are souls trapped in bodies, that our bodies are instruments at best and prisons at worst. And Mary reminds us of the great dignity of our bodies. Even on this Feast of the Immaculate Conception, we think about the moment of Mary conceived in the womb of her mother, Anne, 46 chromosomes, a complete human being. She is is not a soul that got trapped in a body. In a body-soul way, she is redeemed. And all that the church teaches us about Mary is to point to a beautiful picture of embodied humanity, that Mary is woman, and she is woman in the the purest and fullest sense for all of eternity, even and especially, most especially, beyond her assumption, she stands the radiant queen of heaven who is the paragon of the human person, but particularly of, of womanhood. And so, um, I don't know, during this season of Advent, as we prepare to celebrate the incarnation, the, the mystery of the word made flesh, maybe we can work on our dualist tendencies. And by that, I mean the 
psychological, spiritual assumption that a lot of us have at some level that our bodies and our souls are split and we can work on a deeper sense of, of being integrated, of being brought together, of being made made one. And this, of course, is, is deeply psychologically healthy, but it is, it's the road to holiness, a road to integrity where, uh, where we find unity of body and soul. And a devotion to Mary, a true devotion to Mary will help us with that in very powerful ways. The third thing that I think we want to see in Mary is that um, the chastity as a virtue and and even celibate chastity as a virtue is not a, a call to be devoid of intimacy. Mary shows us a life that is is fulfilled, that is fulfilled in motherhood, that is fulfilled in, in every way. And also, the teaching that she is ever virgin shows us that that the fulfillment of human life does not depend on our, our sexual activities. I want to bring this up because it's been coming up in my classroom quite a bit, that at the core of a lot of the tough teachings of the church, including, say, priestly celibacy or teenagers trying to wrap their heads around the idea of religious life, or even the church's teaching with regard to same-sex attraction, there's this real kind of knee-jerk reaction that a lot of teens and adults have when it comes to the proposal that there are some who are called to celibacy for the sake of the kingdom. Mary shows us the power of, of that celibacy that she, in her perpetual virginity, um, who, who is the, the paragon of, of really all vocations kind of come together in, inter, in an intersection, shows us the fulfillment, that, that happiness, the joy can be found in celibacy. And there are many saints that, that echo this, but I guess I think about Mary as a, a paragon of this reality, that what the church teaches us about the goodness of the body and even of the goodness of sex and sexuality is not that it is um, absolutely essential for, for one to engage in, in sex in a, in a marriage. Mary is a sign that you can find fulfillment in a life of, of celibacy. If you are if you are called to that, also she is a sign that you can find fulfillment in the married vocation because Mary lived in in the Holy Family and that she did um, right there at the intersection of somewhere between religious life and and married life she shows us a path of fulfillment in all vocations. All of that to say that this week it is a very good week as it is any week to grow in your devotion to Our Lady, the Queen of Heaven, the Immaculate Conception, the one who has assumed body and soul into heaven, the Virgin of Guadalupe, the one who points us always to her Son, the one who brings Christ into the world through the power of her yes. And so for you and me, let's uh, let's undo some some misconceptions that perhaps are are sapping away our integrity, our our psychological spiritual equilibrium. If you in your in your mind and your heart are harboring a bit of dualism, if you think that sinlessness is boring, if you have some some hang-ups about the way that that sex and intimacy go together, um, about the the way and nature of, of fulfillment because of the culture that you live in, or even just because you live in the world after Genesis chapter three, this is a good week to focus on Mary, who will help us to work out all of those issues. So for ascension in the season of Advent, as the church points us toward the queen of heaven, the immaculate conception. I'm Colin McIver reminding you to take a step forward.